Hello and welcome back to Bush History. I'm David Bush and you are listening to my ongoing series of podcasts on pivotal Supreme Court decisions. You can get additional information on my website, www.bushhistory.net, B-U-S-C-H-I-S-T-O-R-Y.net. Today we're talking about Tinker v. Des Moines, 1969. Now, some background here. This is going to be a case that deals with free speech and protesting the Vietnam War. We are a year after the Tet Offensive and Johnson deciding not to run for re-election, and we are in the first year of Richard Nixon's presidency. This is before Kent State by about a year as well. So here are the facts of the case. In December 1965, a group of students in Des Moines, Iowa, held a meeting in the home of 16-year-old Christopher Eckhart to plan a public showing of their support for a truce in the Vietnam War. They decided they would wear black armbands throughout the holiday season and to fast on December 16th and again on New Year's Eve. The principals of the Des Moines schools learned of the plan and met on December 14th to create a policy that stated that any student wearing an armband would be asked to remove it, and if a student refused, they would be suspended. On December 16th, Mary Beth Tinker and Christopher Eckhart wore their armbands to school, and yes, they were sent home. The following day, John Tinker did the same with the same result. The students did not return to school until after New Year's Day, which was the planned end of the protest. With the help of their parents, the students sued the school district for violating the students' rights of expression and sought an injunction to prevent the school district from disciplining the students. The district court dismissed the case and held that the school district's actions were reasonable to uphold school discipline. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Eighth Circuit affirmed the lower court's decision without an opinion. Tinker appealed to the Supreme Court. So off we are to the Supreme Court. And the question is, does a prohibition against the wearing of armbands in public school as a form of symbolic protest violate the student's freedom of speech protections as guaranteed by the First Amendment? Well, the conclusion is going to be 7-2 to two for Tinker. So the court is going to rule that it didn't violate the First Amendment. Yes, according to Justice Abe Fortas, who delivered the opinion of a 7-2 majority. The Supreme Court held that the armbands represented pure speech that is entirely separate from the actions or conducts of those participating in it. The court also held that the students did not lose their First Amendment right to freedom of speech when they stepped onto school property. In order to justify the suppression of speech, the school officials must be able to prove that the conduct in question would, and this is a quote, materially and substantially interfere with the operation of the school. In this case, the school district's actions evidently stem from a fear of possible disruption rather than any actual interference. So the school sought to preempt any outcome from this peaceful protest, and in the long run, they were proven to be wrong. And once again, we have 7-2 to two for Tinker, and the idea is that students do not lose their right to freedom of speech when they enter the school grounds. And this becomes a basis for a much larger expansion of what exactly is freedom of speech for students. So for now, I'm David Bush, and uh, we'll see you again. Have a good day.